0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. 51551 is our text number. Wayne is on the line. Margaret's on the line. Wayne, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. Now, first of all, do you have a document in front yep. you giving the exact name of the company? I do indeed, yes. Read, read out the name of the uh, company because there's loads yeah, of these companies. Uh, no problem. It's taxrebate.ie. Okay, taxrebate.ie. Not yeah, Irish tax rebates, not tax return, taxrebates.ie. That's correct. Okay. Tax rebate. Is there any other yeah. any other information on about where they're based? Um, yeah, well, they would have an address down in County Cork. Okay. Um, now, I've since looked into that. It's um, There is an air code there, but this is a different company based where the air code is. Okay, well, tell uh, me. They've also had a... Yeah. Yeah. You're one of a number of people who contact us about taxrebate.ie. What is your issue? Well, on the 7th of June, um, I seen an ad. I was looking to get tax back, and I seen an ad that they will get the tax back for you. I have used companies similar to this before. Mm-hmm. So I filled out the form. It's basically, basically your PPS number, your address, just the, the details you usually put in. Uh, I did that on the 7th. I heard nothing back until the 29th of January. Uh, I've had an email from them saying they have got a rebate for me. Um, they wanted a picture of my my driver's license and a picture of my bank details, which I did send on just to verify my um, identity and my address. Um, since that, I just I started getting a bit worried because they wouldn't tell me how much I was due back, which I thought was a bit a bit weird and a bit concerning. Um, then I went on to look for some reviews about them, and I was kind of horrified when I mm-hmm. came across the reviews. Um, it was one star across the board. A lot of people warning me to stay away. Obviously, at this yeah, but you don't. We, we, you can't verify those reviews, and neither can I. I don't know who's writing yes. that stuff. I've seen stuff on TripAdvisor recently, which I know personally to be absolutely scurrilous about an individual. But yes. TripAdvisor won't take it down. Um, and the family, by the way, about an individual. That's neither here nor there. So, taxrebate.ie. Why did you go? Why did you approach them and ask them to do work for you? As I say, I have used similar uh, companies. Okay. And I actually did get them confused with another company. Okay, there's before. lots of them, yeah. yeah. Y- yes, yes, there was indeed, yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I just thought, look, at their website looked fine, and their adverts looked fine. Um, so I didn't see anything to be concerned about at the time. And where are we now with them? Where are we now? Uh, on the 29th, they, as I said, they wrote to me to say, of January, yeah. review. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got very concerned. I contacted Revenue after that because there was no contact. Um, they had a phone number listed, but mm-hmm. that number wouldn't ring. Um, so I, I have a number of correspondence with Revenue, but all I was getting back from Revenue was to contact the company directly. I explained multiple times um, to Revenue that I couldn't do that because there was only one email that they would, you know, you weren't getting any response okay. and no phone number. But every time I explained that, I just got back again to contact the company directly. So obviously, I was yeah. getting a bit frustrated at this stage. Um, and that's when I decided, you know, to contact yourselves um, to see could we look into this more. And they've received the rebate in 29. I haven't received any money at this stage. Okay. Now, revenue, we've been on to revenue. Now, we've been on to taxrebate.ie. I'll give you an update on that in a sec. But uh, yep. revenue say revenue has no role in regard to the level of fees charged by an agent or advisor. What are your fees again? Um, thirty percent, and I didn't realise that at the time. Okay, because I was looking up other ta- other ta- they're they're all very similar names: Irish tax rebate and tax return and Irish. But um, their fees seem to be ten percent plus twenty three percent VAT. 
Yes, I was with a company before, and the usual rate would be six, seven percent, as what I came across before. Plus fat. Um, um, I, I, I'm not sure, but I show actually. Okay. Um, it's a bit, it's but, a bit, it's a bit odd that the tax man, a woman, is charging you twenty three, twenty three percent tax to get your uh, rightly legally due on, tax on money that tax has been paid for. Yeah, so absolutely. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think as, as far as I'm aware, Joe, the last time I was with another okay. company, it was just seven percent across the board. Seven hundred thousand PAYE taxpayers twenty twenty three have filed their tax returns. Um, 464,000, that's nearly, what, 60%, 500,000, five-sevenths, were eligible for and received refunds amounting to 345 million. Of these returns, that's of the 464, 110,000 were filed by agents on behalf of uh, taxpayers. That's interesting. Jeez, is that one of four or one of five or one of seven? But anyway with just under 85,000 of those taxpayers being eligible for refunds amounting to 49 million. So 107,000 by filed by agents. Now, is there a, if you're not due any money back, do you still have to pay them a minimum fee? Um, I, I would imagine so, uh, Joe. Um, yeah. Or is it no I, fall, I, no sure. fee? I'm not sure about that, Joe. Um, I'd have to check that. But I do know, you know, from what I've found out myself, like all of these companies um, have to be licensed, you know, from revenue. And revenue doesn't seem to regulate them after that. And that is obviously a massive issue, you know. Mm. Um, You're saying regulate? Well, Well, if you license in the company, surely surely you have to regulate them. Okay, well, 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 let's let's, let's keep going on this. The company is called taxrebate.ie. Just be clear about that because there's about 15 different names that come up when you put it yes. in. Put it in. Margaret, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. Joe at RT.ie, 51551. Is the company you were dealing with taxrebate.ie? Yes. You have that on a piece of paper? I have. Great, great. Okay. How did you come across taxrebate.ie, Margaret? I'm not sure. I got a letter. I received a letter from Revenue stating that I was due a small money, just over a hundred euros back. Yeah. And it didn't arrive, so I rang Revenue and I said, "Well, you ha- you've set up with an agent." And okay. That was yeah. The first I heard of it, and uh, they told me where they were, so I tried to ring and no answer. So, um, they're they started to email me now, looking for my IBAN number and all the rest. Who who's who's so, emailing um, you? Tax rebate. But you were saying you rang revenue saying thanks, I'll have me 120 quid back. And they said, Yeah, yeah. They told you you had registered with an agent. Yeah, that I had set myself up with an agent. And had you? I wasn't aware of that. No, not to my knowledge, I hadn't. Okay. You know, they said you could have just clicked onto something. I'm not too sure what happened, but it was, I didn't, you know, intentionally do anything. And, and do you remember uh, filling out a, filling out a form or giving your you'd, no. have to give, you'd have to give your PPS number, wouldn't you? They'd have to have your numbers. But anyway, I've no okay, okay, okay. So, so the company taxrebate.ie, yeah. Well, what what they're sending you emails to what effect, Margaret? What are they asking for or offering? They want my for obviously to pay this money to me. I've just started to receive these emails. I've been emailing okay. them since the eighth of February last week, and there was nothing back. So they're emailing me now this morning to say they want my 
my details so they can pay me back this money. I'm obviously not going to do that now. I, I just I just wanted to highlight yeah. things. Yeah, like as I said, when I'm looking, like I was looking at it, it's a large amount of money that they receive from revenue on, on my behalf, and that's the 29th. You know, these things just usually take two to three working days to get to me. Uh, you know, contact with them has pretty been minimal of nothing. It's usually just, you know, We'll, you'll receive your money within two to four days. You see, we've been, we've been trying to contact, uh, Wayne, sorry for cutting across you, just to, yeah, we've no been problem. trying to contact taxrebate.ie by email, by phone, on numerous occasions in the last, since last Wednesday, I'm told. Um, and we've had, we've had no reply. So taxrebate.ie, yeah. which your office, we think the office is in Cork, is it, Wayne? Well, look, when you Google the map, air code. The, 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 the air code's in Cork, but it's actually a diff, completely different company that's based there, from what I can see. You know, uh, and Wayne, have you, have you any insight or any ideas on how, how they could have got Margaret's details? Um, no, look at unless she did maybe fill it out in the last couple of years. It okay, what's well, just just um, what she, she file. says she did when you, when you filled it out, Wayne, your application. Letting yes, that was the 7th of January. Did you have to give your PPS? Did you have to give... What details did you have to give? Yes, when you fill it out, you need to give your PPS, um, your name, address, date of birth. That's pretty much it. And then they can do the rest of the revenue then. Yeah. And Margaret, is there any way... Margaret, no. is there any way they could have got your PPS? Sorry, is there any way you could have given your PPS? Or your no, date I, of birth? No, I'm fairly wary of putting my PPS number down my date of birth, you know. But uh, Revenue said I they have been my agent since last June. Okay. So I, I'm mystified as to what's going on. And uh, I asked Revenue when the money, the small sum of money was paid to well, apparently, them. And they said on uh, the 19th of January. Well, apparently there's an ad on Facebook. Uh, the ads are constant, Joe. Facebook, Instagram, they're actually even oh, on really? Snapchat now. Yes, they're just, mm. every time I go onto them, it's an ad after an ad. <laughs> it seems you're no one else advertising there at the moment. Uh, they're just constant. Um, and if you, if you do go into, if you look at their ads from the outset, there could be like 30 or 40 comments on them. But when you go in, all the ads are filtered out. All the comments are filtered out. Apologies. Yeah. There could be only two or three good ones left and all the bad ones are taken away. Um, yeah, so... It's, uh, well, yeah, but could much. they could they be registered in Cork, but in fairness, working remotely? Quite possibly. Uh, quite yeah, possibly. Give them, give them, you'd have yeah. to imagine if Revenue are licensed these companies, surely they should have contact details at a proper address. And right? if they are working remotely, there is a hope that they're allowed to turn on the radio. And yeah, there is a hope, hope so. that they might be listening to Ladland. And there is a hope yeah, that they might show at rte.ie, one text or 0818715815. Taxrebate.ie. Exactly. exactly. And it's a shocking thing. Like, Joe, well, mine, mine is over 3,000 euros. It's a quite a lot of money, like, you know. Their fee will be a gr- a, over a grand. A grand. Like, what What would an accountant charge to fill in a P21? I was mad. Like, I should have just did it myself. I know. In that. hindsight. But what would an accountant charge? Maybe 150 euros to do a P, P21? You know, it'd be 1,000 euros out of my money if they do pay me. Which is outrageous as well, like. 
Um, you know, and as a revenue for me, that's the real frustrating part. Like they're licensed this company and they didn't want to know anything about it, you know. They didn't regulate any of the companies. Yeah. All I was told, anytime I tried to make an official complaint, I was told to contact the company directly. Yeah, and well, After explaining ten times, I couldn't. Yeah, well, there's more questions and answers now coming up. Margaret, could you have... When Revenue said uh, taxrebate.ie are now your broker, and you said to them, where did that come from? What did they say? They said it was nothing to do with them, that, you know, they don't vet companies as such. Like, you know, I'm not really as savvy. I hear Wayne talking, and I'm sorry that he's lost so much money, but I wouldn't be as savvy yeah, as that's what Wayne Well, Margaret, most people aren't. Most, in fairness, yeah. most people don't be worried about that. But surely mm. revenue, revenue, who are collecting money off you, the taxpayer, revenue, yeah. uh, and they know it's you, and they verify it's you when you ring up, as you know, because you have to give your details, uh, and possibly your mother's maiden name or whatever, your security question. Surely revenue are obliged to tell you, when did, when did this company become my broker? And have you any paperwork or email to back it up? Surely that's a question you were you were legitimately entitled to about your own information. How did this company become? Now you did they could turn around and say somebody was press a Facebook ad and in the on the same day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they got your PPS number. Um, and now, what have you said to Revenue now about them, Margaret? Well, I just wanted to highlight it that you know I wasn't happy about. The revenue paid them my money on the 19th of January. And, you know, I was kind of waiting for my money to come through. And then yeah. last week I decided to ring revenue. And they said that they were my agent. Not a lot. I could, it wasn't there. So the money has gone to them. You know. And then we start ringing the them on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Where's Gary? Gary, 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 I know you're Joe at RT.E, 5155. Gary, you know Gary O'Brien Donegal. You're, you're not, this is, you're in the business, but this is not your company. Tell us, tell us about this business, tax refunds. You're, God, you're, the company we're talking about, just to be clear to listeners, is taxrebate.ie, all one word. Gary, what's the name of your company? Uh, so my company's called My Tax Refunds, um, and we've been in business now, you're in for about I think 2017 is when I initially set the business up. And how many um, how many tax refund companies are there? Irish, I see <laughs> Irish Irish tax rebate is one I came across this morning. There is, yeah. There's a few. So, like you know, there, there's not as many as you would probably think. There's a couple of smaller ones, but you'd have the big ones, which would be Irish tax rebates, um, taxback.com. Red Oak Tax Refunds and probably ourselves would probably be the four biggest ones. Okay, so just to be um, clear, Irish Tax Rebates Rebate is mm-hmm. not tax rebate. No, no, none of these companies I've mentioned. So uh, let, let me get you a little bit of background on them. Um, we've seen them kind of pop up maybe a couple of years ago. Um, and personally, myself, from reviewing people's tax and processing things for them, I had seen things on people's accounts that didn't look right to me. So there's certain tax credits you can claim for, and one of them specifically is called a dependent relative. Now, the way it works is that if you fund um, a relative in another country, um, so you would get a lot, I suppose, um, doctors and nurses to come over from places in Africa and Nigeria, you know, and they send money home to their families, you know, really common, you know, um, and you can claim this tax credit. um, It's worth €245 per person you, you send money to. 
Um, and I've seen it on a lot of people's accounts, um, a lot of young people, maybe you know, 20 year olds mm. and things like that, which for me would, would strike as a bit odd because somebody who's 20 years old probably isn't sending money to another country, to a family member, especially if they're from Ireland. So I noticed all of this, and this went on for a long time. Um, and what, from my understanding, is he was putting these tax credits through, or they were putting them through, even though that there was no backup to them. So that caused its own issues, because then clients would come to me, and then revenue were asking us, God, where did this come from? But we didn't do it. Another tax agent had done it. And every single time, it went back to online tax rebates. Now, they're a company based in the UK, um, from my, okay. my research of them. They're based in the UK. They had a refund company in the UK doing refunds for UK people. Um, and then mm. they've obviously decided to come over here a few years ago. But, since but, they're not, but they're, just to be clear as well, what was, the, what was the name of the company in the UK? You just uh, uh, oh, I think their name, their, their actual company name, the trade ad is online tax rebates. Yeah, well, that's that's the, the, yeah, but the one we're dealing with is taxrebate.ie. Yeah, that's their website. It's called taxrebate.ie, oh, okay. but it's owned and operated by Online Tax Rebates Limited. That's the company oh, name, okay. and they're a UK company. They have no office in Ireland. They have a virtual office down in I think it's Mahan in County Cork. So you have no way of contacting what's them. Or a, getting, what's a virtual office mean? Uh, so they have like a, uh, an office where posting things will come to, but they've actually got no presence there. So it's just maybe a company has virtual offices okay. where I had one in the north when we were doing things in the UK. The post would come to the Northern Ireland office, but they would forward it on is to there, me. Is so there's there v- there. Is there VAT on your, your bill, Gary? Oh, there would be, yeah. yeah. Any service you offer in Ireland would That's have that. 23, you know. okay. What is your, what yeah. is your, your basic rate? They say... They say thirty percent. You, what is your, what is your basic we, commission? We charge. We have since day one charged ten percent plus VAT, and that would be a very standard rate. Between ten and fifteen percent would be the kind of going rate. But they've come in and started charging thirty percent, which to me is absolutely crazy. I heard that man on prior to this saying he got a three thousand euro refund and they're taking a thousand euro of it. That to me is absolutely ridiculous. Do you know, like, they're, they're effectively, I'm not going to say they're scamming people, no, but they're definitely taking a lot more. You know, they're not doing that because what they're doing is that they are processing refunds and they are doing it, but what they're taking out of it is, is much too big. Yeah, but, but, the they'd, say, but they'd say it's on, the, it's on the small print, 30%. No, look, What's the problem? That's it. I agree. And I listened to the people that were on before you, and, you know, every single person has signed up in some shape or form yet they may not have known they've done that because well, how can, hang on uh, well, Gary take me back now to, to the hills of Donegal and because uh, you you said people can sign people sign up Margaret says she's been signed up but she did not know how might that happen <laughs> Gary from your knowledge of the business from my knowledge of the business, a lot of ones with the, this specific company, online tax rebates, um, they have an advert, uh, an advert on Facebook about the rent tax credit. You know yourself, Joe, about the yeah, rent tax yeah, credit. Yeah, you know okay, it's been a big yeah. thing. So um, they click on that there, and you put in your information, um, and it looks like you're just applying for the rent tax credit. But what okay. people don't really realise is, on the back end of that, is what you're really signing is an authorisation form to say that this company can deal with revenue on your behalf. Ah. So that's where the confusion comes. It's that really serious nugget that nobody really seems to think about, is you're actually giving your permission to these people. You okay, the well, let me, let me go back name. to Margaret. Margaret, do you mind me asking, have you applied, say, for that rent... Uh, rebate. Have you? No, pl- I don't rent. 
I'm not yeah. in the renters okay. market at all. I, I, okay, I understand that. Sorry for having to ask that question. But Gary, any other okay. idea? Any other ideas then, Gary, about no, how No, that, 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 for me, that's the big one at the moment is the rent tax credit. They also have other adverts that they, you know, they have on Facebook, like any other, but the same as myself, you know, yeah, on yeah. Google and Facebook. Um, but I find that with this one company, every company does tax returns in a tax agent and like, people, clients will move from one to another. You know, it's, it's regular that happens, but they seem to have, their clients seem to have a lot of issues. They have an issue yeah, with getting Gary, their money paid. Gary, and, supply and demand, like, why would somebody opt for their, if they were really trying to get as much business as possible, would they not say... But they now say our commission is not 10%, it's 7%, but what they're saying is our commission is not 10%, it's 30%. It is, yes, that's correct. But when you're signing up on your form, there's not a big banner on the form that says yeah, we no. charge 30%. It's buried ah, in terms okay. and conditions. And, you know, only for I went digging myself to find out because I've had a lot of people saying they're getting charged a lot of money from them. And then I went and looked into it. And when I saw it was 30% myself, I was disgusted by that. I think it's it's basically robbery, is what I would say. Yeah, but well, you can't say that. Day, you can't say that, Gary. No, One, I know, one because I you're a competitor. And two, because it's not robbery. It's it's as clear as day on the... Well, clear as day. You have good glasses from Specsavers and you can read the small print. But that's <laughs> but that's what the small print is there for, for everybody. No matter what you what you read, you're told to read the small print. And I know we live in a world now where everything you get GDPR and you have to sign, please read the following 4,000 regulations and accept or do not. But anyway, um, OK, it's, but just to be clear, it's called taxrebate.ie. And that's yeah, the, that and, and from our point of view, the, clar- the clarity from our point of view is we have two independent callers at the moment, Wayne and Margaret. And both of them, uh, one reason or another, but both of them are signed up with taxrebate.ie, and neither they've the money has been given back from revenue to taxrebate.ie, but neither Wayne or Margaret have got their money less thirty percent, and was the VAT twenty three percent? Gary, is Gary gone? It's built into the thirty percent, so I'd say it's probably maybe twenty four point something plus VAT. Um, but obviously, they, you're losing 30% regardless of the VAT or not. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. But okay. what I would say is that the, the issue, the real issue is that people, I think, need to be more vigilant. You know, they yeah. need to kind of look at the terms. And, and I say that as someone who owns one of these businesses. You know what I mean? We're here to help people, not to rob people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, no, there's no one robbing uh, people. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, but say, yeah, and the problem... I, just explain, now explain that fact to me. Okay, Wayne is going to be charged... Uh, by taxrebate.ie, a reputable company, Wayne is going to be charged one just over €1,000. That's a commission, 30%. Mm-hmm. 23% VAT is in what amount on that 1000 is it? It would be, so I'd say their fee okay. was 30%, so it might be 24% plus fast, give or take, okay. you know, what I'd calculate Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Gary O'Brien, thanks indeed. Margaret, Wayne, good to meet Margaret, Joe at rt.ie, 51551. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Mary, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Joe. And it is, it is taxrebate.ie. Yes, it is. And I'm familiar with Irish tax rebates because they came back to me at one stage and um, they, they rang me. They were very efficient. Yeah, okay. I rang I was looking up for, ta- for tax rebates numbers and I mistakenly got onto theirs and um, she said, um, I, I, I told her my, my story and she said, Unfortun- unfortunately, 
you have been onto the other crowd, you've been onto tax rebates, and that they're a company with an address in Cork, but they actually operate through the UK. Yeah, that's allowed, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. And you, that's, are they representing you now, Mary? Not now, because I succeeded in getting in getting them uh, cancelled out from, from, with revenue from my um, from my file. And when did you discover the rate was thirty percent, not the some of the competitors offer, which is allowed? Uh, it's a competition. Some of the um, competitors offers offer ten percent. When did you discover that difference? I didn't. You see, that's not that wasn't the point at all. That okay. I, um, I I I filled this in. I filled in my tax returns for for 2019 okay and um then i got this uh, in writing and then i got this uh, saw this online and i actually thought it was the tax office asking me um for ver- verification of my details so i gave it i gave my mm. psi number okay. and i also gave the amount and um, then it asked for a signature which i found difficult to do on the screen so it was only a bit of a squiggle i mean it was no way legible mm-hmm. And then that evening, um, somebody said that that probably was, you know, I made a mistake. Yeah, so but it's you, it's said, you and, and, and I don't, oh, don't mean Absolutely, I take responsibility okay, entirely. Okay, Mark, absolutely, don't, there's don't no question worry, about I'm, that. I'm not, so, a, you're, very, you're very good, seriously, that's, you're very no, clear. No, I, 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 I absolutely put my hands up on that, on that okay. and, I, and I, I want to do that Put now. your hands up, Mary, but don't drop the phone on me now. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> so what happened was... Um, no, I mean, I was really stressed over Christmas about this. And then the tax office, I rang, made several attempts to to ring the tax office, but they weren't open, I think, until the 29th. So first thing on the 29th, I phoned and said, I spoke to a very nice man at the tax office who were very efficient, you know, in fairness to them. And he said, look, at, um, I told him the situation. I said, I do not wish to be represented by these agents. Okay. I want to deal directly with you. And I did actually send my own tax returns before Christmas. I said, and I just thought this was looking for ver- verification. Mm-hmm. So he said, fine, that's, uh, you know. But then I subsequently got another message there saying that um, that they had a tax rebate for me and that they needed me to send um, my, right. my, my numbers, my bank details yeah, right, and yeah. also a copy of my driving licence or my um, my passport and okay. uh, proof of my address. So I, got, I was very nervous. So I said, there's no way I'm doing this. And um, I rang the tax office again and I said, like, I mean, I did ring you to tell you that these are not mm-hmm. acting on my behalf. And also, um, just, and I just wondered, like, I said, how come if I got mine in before this crowd, that how come suddenly it was accepted that these crowds were acting on my behalf? I said, even the, the my signature was just a scribble because I found it difficult mm-hmm. to, to, to manage the, the thing on the phone or on, on the screen. So um, this, and I said, I mean, how come? I said, I rang immediately and they said, well, so we stop for um, we stop for Christmas holidays, but our computers do not. So that's how they managed to very efficiently um, uh, tax rebates, got my money, my, my rebate very, very quickly. And you know, they got okay. precedence over me. Okay. So I was concerned about that. Yeah. So um, I subsequently... Um, I subsequently have been writing to them asking for for a phone number, which I've never succeeded in getting, but they did send me an email. If I think it's support at tax rebates. They did respond to that and again reiterated that they needed these details on me, but I'm very concerned um, to send it to them. And... um, I suppose that's my dilemma now. Like when, when you said to me there, Mary, you 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 wrote to Revenue. Do you do you email them or can you actually post stuff to Revenue? 
which I or you can on. post it up to revenue. Okay. Yeah, actually, I went actually went up to the the revenue office where I am, but wow. there, was, there were no agents there. I, mean, I spoke to the to the man of security. And he was very very helpful to, to me and said not to worry about it. That um, you know that they were were a legitimate company. But I rang the guards in Man in Cork, mm. which is the address that they're giving, and uh, I said, look, I'd, I'm willing to drive down there myself to see are these offices do they exist. And he checked it out. He came back within 20 minutes and said, yes, they do exist, he said, but there's never anybody in these offices. Okay, which I suppose is maybe that they just hire out these offices to have no, an address in Ireland. Well, they wouldn't be divorced. Okay. They wouldn't be divorced. Yeah. They wouldn't be divorced. Yeah. And it's totally legitimate. Stay with us, Mary Connor in Dublin. 51551. Now, just to be clear, we are talking about a company called taxrebate.ie. Taxrebate.ie. That's right, uh, Joe. Connor. So, thank you, Connor. And is that is that the company we're talking about? It is indeed. It is indeed. And I used the other company the previous year and had no issues. Okay, so what what happened with taxrebate.ie? Okay, well, with them, it was last year I went on and followed their questionnaire and so on, sent it off. But uh, unlike me, I went and checked the reviews of that website afterwards, thinking it was the same as the previous year, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And there were bad reviews, let's just say. I won't say any more, but... Uh, at that stage, I went on to revenue.ie, my own website, or rather my own gov.ie, you know, my own portal into okay, it. Okay, yeah. And I noticed that they had uh, set themselves up as an agent for me. Mm-hmm. So I un- basically unclicked that box, took them off my details, and uh, I followed it up with a phone call to revenue <clears throat> just to explain that uh, mm-hmm. what had happened. And they said, well, look, it's already in process. They put the paperwork through for you. And we have your bank details that will be to your bank when it's ready in a couple of days' time. And it did. Uh, so I subsequently didn't hear anything back from them mm-hmm. until the end of this, the end of last year in December. And they were wondering what had happened. And they were saying, we no longer have your details. Please get in touch. And I didn't bother at that stage because I knew whatever they were using or whatever they were doing. Didn't seem normal anyway. You know? And how did they become your agent? Have you any idea, Connor? with the revenue? It's on that questionnaire initially when you're, when you're doing it online <clears throat> on your smartphone or whatever. It's a, to- it's, a, it's a box you tick. Whatever way they've worded it, uh, you tick it and that makes them your agent. Okay. <laughs> and how did you stop them being your agent? I went on to my, my gov.ie myself. Oh, you went in direct to revenue. Off. Yeah, directly yeah. onto my own revenue okay. portal. You know, my own, uh, with my own PRSI number and changed those details myself. Okay. You know, and then followed up the phone call just to confirm and to make sure everything was all right. At that stage, I told revenue about it. And mm. they said, well, you know, you need to contact the company themselves to try that. And as the callers have said, it's... Uh, they're based in Mahan and Cork, and it's a PO box over the thought, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You know, Seems to be, yeah. yeah. But they're, yeah. And the parent company is based in the UK, but that's all. Yeah. That's all. Did you, did you Connor? because I'm thinking of Margaret, and, uh, well, Mary as well is, is tech-savvy, and Wayne is tech-savvy, and Margaret is, but uh, all of us, like the rest of us, are only up I to am a too. point. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a data analyst for, for a big okay. company. I'm fairly tech-savvy, you know. And how do you, have you any idea how they might have harvested Margaret's details? Because she's no idea how they got her, her her details. Yeah, she she I don't know that. That's that's an odd one, okay. you know. But you know how they got yours? Uh, no, I know how they got mine because I was browsing and I clicked into their ads stupidly. 
I didn't, and didn't do my research before I uh, actually yeah. signed up to them. But luckily, clicked just in time before they disappeared for thirty percent, or at least maybe all of my money. Who knows? You know. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, people. Well, we were. And it was only a rental credit, to be honest. It wasn't exactly. Yeah, I know. Mega bucks. I know. Okay, Connor, thanks. Thanks indeed. That's Connor, Margaret, Wayne, and Mary. Anyone from taxrebate.ie, the phone number is 0818 715815. Joe at rte.ie from anywhere in the world, including the UK. And 51551 is the text number. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Here's the email. Now, I'm trying to read it out in the the high dudgeon voice, in fairness, which it was written. Uh, I just felt compelled to email you, Joe. I saw this in The Independent yesterday and I was flabbergasted. A mobile home in County Wexford for sale by an estate company, obviously, for €180,000. What is going on? No wonder our kids are emigrating en masse. They're up against obstacles everywhere they turn. Professionals, which we as parents have paid to educate and not a hope after years of trying to save a deposit that is only the grasp of the very few. They give up and decide Ireland has nothing to offer them and off to go abroad in search of a better life. Who can blame them? Nobody. Thousands of families in Ireland missing their children, grandchildren, grandparents, aunties, godparents, uncles, brothers brothers, sisters who have had to move away. We have failed the generation. Then I spot this advertorial in the Irish Independent about a tin can mobile home on a tiny site in Wexford. Are they actually having a laugh? An insult to hard-working people trying to get onto the property ladder. 180000 for a mobile home. Please look at this. I'm quite shy. But the estate agent should be ordered by the government to take this advert down. It's an insult to hard-working people of this country. Somebody has to do something. Where has common sense gone? Now, George, Demo, you, George, you have a mobile home where? I had one in River Chapel in Courtown. Oh, Courtown, where there's a lot of fantastic sites. Now, have you heard of a mobile home, George, on sale for 180 grand? I've actually seen it on, on online a few times. I've seen prices like that, but it, it, it doesn't reflect on... But have you seen have you seen higher prices? Uh, no, I've I've seen roughly around that damn prices. Well, I've seen I've yeah. seen one today for four hundred ninety five thousand on a mobile home site. Wow, gosh! The majority of mobile homes they cost you anything from forty thousand upwards. You can get them for sixty thousand. You know, but I haven't okay. seen anything okay, for- in car town that that be above that. And then, what is the jo- what is the attraction of mobile home life? Do you, do you um, what do you pay and you buy your 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 mobile home on the site? You don't buy the site, do you? You're renting the site as such, are you? No, you pay service charges. So okay. Service charges are roughly about three grand a year. Plus, you have your electricity. Plus, you have your gas. Plus, you're back and forward. So, you're looking at maybe five or six grand a year. You know. Okay. And what are the joys of mobile home life? <clears throat> Ah, it's, it's, it's brilliant to just get out of Dublin and get down and you have the sea, you have the sunny southeast, so you have the sun. I, I, I'm sitting out in my back garden now and the sun's beaming down on me, so I, I've moved down here now. Oh, have you? But um, I have. I've moved, I've moved down to... Um, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I, I've moved down here, yep. Okay, now, when when I... I'm glad this... this it was a woman, by the way, who wrote this... Um, 
and she lives in Wexford. She's flabbergasted about 180 grand for a mobile uh, mobile home. And if she had heard about, uh, she had heard the or uh, looked up the mobile homes for sale for half a million. The other thing, if she, do, you, do you pay property tax? You don't pay property tax, no. Why not? Well, it's it's not your land. It's the um, it's the the landlord has has the land, so mm-hmm. you're paying him. So you still pay. You're still paying a kind yeah, of but property the land, tax. Yeah, but the land. La- yeah, but the landlord doesn't pay property tax. Um, I've no idea of that. No, I'm not advocating this because I remember when property tax was introduced 16 years ago. Mobile homes were included. And there was uproar on this programme about it because people were saying mobile homes don't appreciate in value, they depreciate, they are, well, they're supposed to be mobile. And the government, in a very unusual move at the time, that they, they were gagging for money, always are, but they were gagging for money, they, they, they took mobile homes out of property tax net and they obviously holiday homes are in. Exactly. Okay. Um but when people see mobile homes selling, now I know I take your point, George, and you're very fair that it is the exception. When people see mobile homes for sale for 180000 to half a million, why shouldn't they be subject to property tax? I, I think they should be. I mean, the mobile homes now are, are not like the mobile homes of the past, like they're central heating, they're weather glazed, they're very comfortable. You could actually live in them in the winter. But, I mean, that, that, that's... That, that's Horrible. I, I, they're not Father I Ted. They're, they're not the Father Ted caravan. No, they're, they're sure they're, they're not. The Graham Norton. Yeah. And, okay. and, and, and most, most sites are beautiful. Most sites are looked after. They have playgrounds for the children. Sure. They have lighting. They have. But do you have they, in they, your mobile home? Do you have a washing machine, a dishwasher, a tumble dryer, yeah. a fridge freezer? You have all you of can that. If you wish, you, you can if you wish. Yeah, you, you, you can put your washing machine out in your shed. You have your fridge, all right, tumble dryers and that. No, you you wouldn't have them, but you don't need it because okay. the weather is so beautiful down here. Okay. George, what is the biggest issue? You're a brilliant spokesperson, or you're a brilliant uh, person generally from your information. What is the biggest issue among mobile homeowners? The biggest issue is the site fees. I okay. mean, pe- people are stretched now. Pe- you know, people just haven't got the money. and People are struggling to pay three grand plus you could pay anything to two or three hundred quid in, in your ESB plus your gas, hmm. you know, plus your petrol back and forward. It, it, it's actually very expensive nowadays. You know, it, 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 it's just... But you still love it? I, I did love it, yes. That's why I moved down here. I, I love the city. But can you stay... But George, can you stay in your mobile all year round? Most sites are opening on Paddy's weekend yeah. and then they close in October. Next month, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but could you one if you were allowed to stay in your mobile all year, would you stay given the weather and the storms and the... Well, when I was buying my... When I was searching for a house down here, I lived in the mobile. Okay. And I was there, I was there from February and it was very comfortable to be honest with you, you know, because the, the central heating on and we were getting, did, last year was decent enough weather, so yeah, you, you call it definitely, yeah, you, you live there and, and people do live there for 12 yeah. months a year. Well, you we're know, told. Most mo, mo sites only have a licence for um, six to seven months of the year, but, but some people do live there all, all year round. They, they vacate for Christmas. Okay. 
And I'm sure some people go down for Christmas and the New Year <laughs> for a bit of peace and quiet. Indeed. Stay with us, George. Yeah. We're talking about mobile homes. One of our listeners complaining about the, the... You see, I don't want to use the word begrudgery, but she's saying if somebody can pay 180 grand, and I told you I saw one today for half a, <laughs> half a million um, for a mobile home, what's the country coming to? But you could also argue, George, you didn't go and buy a place in Portugal or France or Mallorca or Marbella. You put your money into Ireland. Yeah, well, uh, that's me. I, I'm, I'm not great on travel. Yeah, that's fine. That's one of the arguments. Uh, James Cowser, James, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Uh, where are you living now? Uh, I live in Rush. Rush County, Dublin. Our County, Dublin. But you have a camper van. Oh, I do. Yeah, I love it. I have a camper van. It's great. Well, tell me all about it. Uh, my own one in general. It's, uh, mine's now a classic. Mine's a 94. Uh, it does everything I, everything I needed to do. It's uh, still still going well. Everything everything works on it, and uh, Hang on, uh, it's never let me down. It's never let me down since the day I have it. Your camper van is thirty years old. It's thirty years old, Joe. Yeah. And what's in it? What's in it? It has everything you need. It has uh, I've, I've obviously I've modernised it at, at some stages as well. It has gas. Yeah. It has a gas cooker, an oven, a grill. It has uh, a shower in it. It has a uh, Okay. Eating, gas eating. So it has everything you need. And how many beds, do you mind me asking? Uh, the double bed above above the overhead cab would have, would definitely be comfortable for two. Yeah. And at the back it has what they call a U-shaped lounge. You make it up at night yourself. You, and it's uh, easy to make. And you'd fit two comfortable, so four beds, let's say, comfortably. And where, where, where do you go with your camper van, your 30-year-old um, camper van? Oh, I've been everywhere, all around Ireland. There's very few places I haven't been, and I, I love it. In Ireland, absolutely love it. In Ireland, I've never, I've never taken abroad yet. I don't. I want to do all of Ireland first. That I, that I choose to do Ireland before I want to go abroad. Being honest with you. And thirty years later, you're still, you still, there's still places you haven't camped, you haven't driven your ah, van well, into. No, the van is 30, 30, 30 uh, years old, John. No, I'm not. I'm not oh, you're not. Okay, okay, okay. Now, are there facilities in Ireland for camper vans? It's improving vastly. Definitely, it's improving. There's, um, it's mainly like it used to be. You'd have to confine yourself to campsites, for example, if uh, you wanted to use facilities, uh, electricity, mm-hmm. things like that. And in different areas now, for example, uh, Greg Namana down in County Kilkenny. Yeah. That is, that's a community hub. It's called the hub. And they're after putting a lot of money in the council and the, the volunteers down there to, uh, it's, it's unbelievable and it's cheap to go and stay. And the local, the local community benefit from it and they, they appreciate mm-hmm. it and they, um, it's very good. But don't some so, local communities object when camper vans arrive in just parking? Parking lots and there's no facilities, no rubbish, no yeah. Yeah. water, no waste. Yeah, I, I under, I, look, I, I think I was on, on with you before when trying to, I was actually defending, I think it was Jordan, the, uh, kind of after the pandemic, near the end of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, there is. I can understand the, the local people, say, for example, if uh, 50 motorhomes pull up and take up a whole car park, for example. Okay. And I can, look, I can understand that also, but... Most, uh, most, if all camper van people or motorhome people that I know, and anyway, I can only mm-hmm. speak for anyone that I've ever been away with, are responsible. Okay. They spend in the, they spend in the local economy, and they make sure to bring their rubbish home with them and okay. things like that. Like do, yeah. And would you, James? I suspect the answer to this is yes. From what you're saying, would you, as a proud camper vanner, 
would you police other? In other words, if you saw rubbish left by another camper van, would you get rid of it? Yeah, I have done. See, I okay. come from a, scout, a scouting background as well, okay. Joe, so it was okay. bred into me as a young lad to pick up. and. You you know. come, James, you come from a human background. You're, you're decent. Yeah, well, that's yeah, human. Common, yes. common decency, human, human common decency. decency. Yeah. Okay. And what do you like about that life? Uh, it's, just, it's so relaxing. It's like when, when you get to where you're not in a hurry to get to where you want to go, obviously. When you get there, you just pack, you get everything out, just relax, and then uh, you, just, you just do what you want. You can go for walks, you can yeah. go for cycles. You can sit around and do nothing if you want and just relax. And be, the be, people, the people you meet, that's one of my favourite things. They're okay. amazing. It's an amazing community. And would you prefer, which would you prefer, to live in a camper van or a house? Oh, well, look, it's, 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 when I'm older, <laughs> when I'm older and my children are older, I probably will. I'll probably go travelling around in my camper van when, I, when, when my responsibilities are, are finished, yeah. you know what I mean? When when it's kind of just, I have to look after myself, hopefully, well, you're always, you're always going to be responsible for your children, but I mean, when I, when I'm, I have less, less responsibility to my travel away here, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love, if I had it'd be my dream, I'd love to live in a, a camper van. Would you, yeah. home. Why? Oh, would, yeah. And is it that, that it's compact and you know where everything is, and you're not running upstairs, downstairs. So you're not the more the bigger the house, the more you more windows you have to clean. Is the ah, look, it's, 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 I suppose yeah, but it's nothing to do with uh, the actual uh, living living in a in a house. Mm. It's just the free the freedom of it, the yeah, freedom yeah, of yeah. like yeah. going around and traveling and getting to see things that people can only dream of. Yeah, you know. Well, then but, we have, of course, we have our own tradition in Ireland, the traveling community. They they love the life. And yeah. I know it's a very, very, very difficult life at times, uh, but they do, yeah. they do love the life. George, do you like in in? Okay, James's camper van is mobile, obviously, but your mobile home, George, isn't mobile. Sure, it's not. No, they're static. They're static. So, how do you feel about living in the same spot all the time? Um, I loved it when I lived in it. As I say, the sites are, are well kept. The beautiful. You have yeah. security gates going in and out. So, and you you choose the area you want to go to, and, and that's where you buy. You know, that's where you buy your mobile. And you can always move. Now, does a mobile does a mobile go up in value or down in value? Or, it decreases are, a hell of a hell of a lot in value. But if you're selling, but hang on, how come in some? How come there is a mobile home for sale now for one hundred and eighty grand? And there's one, as I say, for half a million. Is it the is it the location you're buying? No, it's very controversial. If you buy a mobile, say for for forty thousand, yeah. When you're when you're going, you can either sell it back to the the landowner, oh, okay, yeah, and you'll get very little for it, or you can have your mobile home removed from the site and oh. sell, try and sell it privately. Try and sell it privately is the better option because you'll get more money for it. But can you sell? Can you sell them your mobile home on the site? No, no, you're not allowed. You're, ah. you're under you're under a yearly license, a yearly contract. So that's why you're exempt from property tax. Yeah, well, that's good yeah, reason. Yeah. It's a good yeah. argument. So I wonder yeah. what are those people paying for? Uh, sorry, what are those people offering? Who are selling mobiles for between two hundred and five hundred k? Well, like I presume I've some seen, of them have swimming pools, don't they? Golf courses, pitch and pork courses. <laughs> not in Ireland, no. Definitely not in Ireland. You're talking about Portugal maybe or yeah, somewhere yeah. else. But I, I see them on online and it was on top of them. It, it 
sand dune o- overlooking the sea. Yeah, so it's, like the, it's the actual site you're, you're buying. It's yeah, a location. Yeah. Well, you're, not, you're not buying the site now. You're, you're only renting the site, but probably the, okay. the location. But, but most, most of them in, in Cartown are, are, you have a view of the sea. If you haven't got a view of the sea, you're, you can hear the sea when you're sitting yeah, on yeah. your porch having a drink in the evening. Like, you know, so. Okay, okay. James, how many more years is, is in that 94 Talbot Express? Uh, look, Joe, as long as you look after it, maintain it, take care of it, get okay. it looked after, it can go for it can go forever like that. And it's a classic, I'd say, is you have the much love put into that over the years and I can continue right. to love it, you know. And how many uh, more years in the James Cowser Express? Oh, me? Hopefully a long time. Hopefully a long, hopefully a long time, Joe. Hopefully a long what time. Have you, do, do you do your NCT every year? Every year you have to do a DOE every year. It's a, no, it's I mean your DOE, NCT on your little, oh, me, your bloods and your prostate. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. But not, not that old yet, Joe. So <laughs> I know, but maybe man. I should. Maybe, I, man, maybe I should. Maybe I should. And James, where's the best place in the country to pull in in your Talbot Express 1994? Pull in. It takes, what, two minutes just to set up and you bring out your, your folding chair, you sit in front of it or the side of the van and you look at the view, Where's the be- and you have, have the kettle on inside and the gas cooker. Where's the best place to pull in to have a cup of tea that you look forward to most? I know there's fantastic places, but is there one place? Yeah, well, for me, well, one of my, it's, it's an actual site, so you can find it, you are allowed, it's, a, it's, a, it's an air actually, an, an air, there's a difference between an air and a site. And there it's kind of like pull in, it's cheap, like you pull in for the night, you pay a small fee and it's, it's, you're safe in there as well. So Greg, Greg Namana, the hub in Greg Namana to me is okay. fabulous. It's, it's amazing. But see, we, we run, we run a page called Irish Motorhome Group on okay. Facebook. Okay. And we have 25,000 members. Wow. It's totally free and everyone, the beauty of it is the community, everyone helps one another. Yeah. If there's a problem, yeah. somebody, somebody, I oh, had a flat battery before and a man I never even met. Uh, I put it on the page and he came down and he brought me this was in uh, Anagassan in County Loud yeah. he took me to he took me to uh, Dundalk in his own van and he got he helped right. me get like I bought a new battery so it's helpful everyone lo- everyone gets along great with each other and looks after one another and is, camaraderie and is there you know the way there's all new gadgets now you know foldable foldable shelves and chairs and retractable discs and yeah yeah do you go for all of that in your 94 no I, I'm, I'm old school, I have, old I, school. I'm old school okay. I, I'm happy enough I'm happy enough to stay, stay, stick stay, with the old stay with us Patricia in Kildare yes hi Joe what, what you've just bought what did you just buy I just bought a 1995 high ace pop top camper van okay and tell us why did you buy a 1995 high ace Popped up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an old teen, right? <laughs> Great. And um, um, I got my free travel last year, let's say, but uh, you don't get that in the camper. Um, and I'm a widow. Yeah. And um, I, we did have a kind of a plan. And anyway, oh, okay. um, I I seen this on Facebook one night and I said, I'm going to buy it in the UK. And I got it then and I've just VRT'd it. And um, I have actually just booked my first trip for St. Patrick's weekend. Um, Somebody told me about it, a fantastic place called Roaches in Wellington Bridge. Yeah, okay. And um, they have live entertainment (laughs) um, at the the weekends. Yes. Sure, the highest, like, and you look at it. Are you yeah. look at 
Are you looking forward to popping your top for the first time down in Wellington Bridge on St. Patrick's Day? Have you, in other words, have you, have you practiced putting the whole thing up? I practice it here in the front garden, but besides well that, I just bought um, a tail lift extension piece as well for okay. the back. What does that so do? So between the pop top and it, it gives you a bit of extra length. Okay. And <laughs> why, why? Now, why not? But why? Um, why? A couple of years ago, two years ago, um, I did a 10-day... Um, Wide Atlantic trip with two of my sisters in three separate cars because we have vintage cars as well. Oh, magic. And so enjoyed it, right? And now, this is kind of a bit of a balance. It's between, it's Hmm. not quite vintage, but you'll be able to pull up, take your chair out, have a glass of wine, go to bed, get up the next morning, making sure that you're safe to drive. Yeah, Yeah, of course. And off you go somewhere else. And you know where everything is and it's your place and you don't have to be packing and unpacking and checking and yes. going back for getting your, your, your shoe polish or whatever. Now, do you need a special licence, Patricia, to, dry, to drive your 1995 high-ace pop-top high camper? Do you need it? To, no. You don't? No. And is it, no. is it hard to drive? No. No, it's very easy to drive. Uh, the hardest bit is um, I, I've had a knee replacement last year. It's it shuffling up into it, but once you're up there, it's fantastic. Okay, it's and fantastic. You... It's just like driving a car. Yeah. Oh, well done, well done. And was it, a, Patricia? Was it a big decision? Um, no, I'm. I make very rash decisions. Great. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. And I think as you get Brilliant. older and yes. particularly particularly to women, I would say, of my age, mm-hmm. just get out and do it because yeah. we have reared our children. I had five children. Okay. Um, we've reared our children. We've looked after our family. Yeah. We have, um, this is our bit of life while you still have a bit of health and Yeah, you're lucky enough, yeah, yeah. Yes, that you're lucky enough because yeah. it can be all gone in a, in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just oh, do it. And what about who else? <laughs> who else will go in the high A's? Well, Jerry will go. Um, Jerry, um, Jerry is my little rescue, Jack ah, Russell. Ah. Um, so Jerry will go. Um, I've already had a day trip to Bray in it to test drive it with a couple of grandchildren. Okay. And. <laughs> They they thought they were in France because we got fish and chips and we sat yeah, um, on the seafront in Bray and they, they were sitting at the little table in the back ah. three of them <laughs> eating their fish and chips and pretending they were in France. So oh. that was worth it they alone. Loved, you know? They loved our grandma. They really loved our granny, don't they? <laughs> so you're heading off on for say, yeah. have, have you booked into Wellington Bridge and to Roaches? I I hope so. My son has been there. He has what they call a self-built camper. Okay, uh, where wow. He, he uh, Stephen is his name, where he bought an old um, oh, sprinter and he, he set it all up. So him and his wow. wife and kids, they've been doing it a couple of years. So I'd say his, uh, his sprinter is beautiful, is it? Um, I don't know. I've never okay. been in it. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit bigger than mine. But he okay. does a lot of red camping. 
He does. I don't know what that is. He does what? Wild camping. Wild. Wild oh yeah, camping. that's when you head off into the woods and you you get your you get you buy a hunting knife and little. By the way, the hunting knife sold out that afternoon and little when you mentioned that. That's not funny. It's not funny. They no. sold out, and, and apparently was someone. My sister in, uh, yes. Who's also a widow? She's mm. coming with me, Patrick's weekend right. now. Um, now, will you yeah. do? Will you do that? Would you do that in do that journey in one drive? Oh, to yeah. Wexford. Yeah, straight down. Yeah, Wellington Bridge. You're straight down. The yeah. Corner. Okay. Okay. And remember, I know near in Castletown now there's a great pub, but it is Castletown that and the church and the school. Uh, there's a great pub called the Golden Anchor, and they've now put in out the back a camper van spot, which is very Brilliant. very reasonable, I'm told. But again, it's on the road to. It's before Gory, but it's on the road to Wexford. Anyway, Patricia, say, Patricia, will you join? Um, will you join James's group, Irish Motorhome? I, yeah, yeah. I'm only going to see you before. Um, yes. What is it called again? It's called, we'll give you the details. It's called the Irish Motorhome. They're on Facebook. How many members have we got, James? Uh, we have 25,000, oh, uh, maybe wow. a little bit more. And t- it's called Irish Motorhome Group. Okay. So that's why you'll find it on Facebook. And it's completely uh, free and everyone's willing to help anytime you need help. And there's a free map on it as well for people to find locations okay. where well, that's a they, great they, idea. if they want to go. So Patricia, you're officially uh, member number 25,000 and 0001. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you recognise an owl 95 IAs when she pulls up, you know. Um, come uh, here, just before you go, because it's my own uh, obsession. What what uh, what vintage cars have you got? Oh God, um, that seems. Okay, the, your line is breaking up, but it's just a great hobby. Okay, enjoy St. Patrick's Day down in Wellington Bridge, yes. Roaches. James Cowser, thanks indeed. George Demo, keep up the good the good campaign. Joe at RT.ie, five one double five one is the text number. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And remember, on Valentine's Day, we're going to hear from some some of you, at least, about um, your Valentine's Day stories, how you met, when you met, why you met, was there an unusual story in it, was there an unusual letter exchange, uh, still together, not together, what happened in the meantime. Valentine's Day special, this coming uh, Wednesday, tomorrow with being uh, Pancake, is tomorrow Pancake Tuesday, yeah? And then we've uh, Valentine's Day, which is also the beginning of Lent, so it's probably, your, for a lot of us, the last opportunity to have a bit of fun before Easter Sunday. Valentine's Day, we do, it's the love line, but just Joe with RT and just put uh, Valentine's Day into the um, into the subject box. And also, I've been I've been checked by a number of listeners. I mentioned uh, godparents earlier on, and the fact that um, godparents a number of them contacted us saying they're six or entire being asked to be godparents. Uh, eight, nine, ten. I don't know what the what the record is. Um, they it means you to give a present and a Christmas gift and little else and you get little in return they get little in return especially people who don't have children themselves which seem to be the main targets to be godparents but I've been checked and I've been told that the, the word anymore that's being used is not godparents it's odd parents and odd parents that takes the religious element out of it believe it or not so you ask your friends would you like to become odd parents to my children that means you have the same 
I don't know what the obligations are of godparents. You step in for advice or, God forbid, anything happen. But the phrase now I'm told that's gaining currency is odd parent. Would you like to become odd parent uh, to my child? Paula, you heard it first on that. Pauline Kelly, Pauline, good afternoon. This is a... This Hello, is a, Joe, good afternoon. This is a big shock, Pauline. What happened? A big shock. Okay, yeah. so I'm 67, yeah. OAP, still working, still, still functioning still like young. a human being. Still young. Uh, still young at heart, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah so I travelled to the States for um, in July. I left on the 2nd of July. Okay. I did my yearly insurance with Chill Insurance. Uh, took the worldwide one, you know, Canada and yeah, USA. Yeah, yeah. And took the platinum uh, insurance rather than the, um, the silver or anything else. Took the platinum one. So I do have a history of I've had cancer three times, okay? So, okay. yeah, I always make oh. sure that I, I possibly have good cover going anywhere just in case anything happens. And, of course, it did happen while okay. I was over there. Ah. I had a bowel obstruction. I've had ah, bowel okay. cancer, so I've had part of my bowel removed. And the adhesions wrap around the bowel and strangle it and cut things off. Yeah. And then I have to go in and just get an L tube down and have yeah. my stomach pumped. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Very pleasant. Yeah. So I was on day, um, say I was past the 31 days now that I've discovered that you're only allowed to be insured ah. for. I was seven days over the 31 days that they're saying, once you're over 66, they'll only insure okay. you for 31 days. Yeah. So, like... Uh, and were you, were you aware sad. of this, Pauline? No, I tell you why, Joe. And like a lot of people you know, that I've spoken to. I did my insurance online, so it comes back to you in an email. So what I did was, with all my other information that I had, like my SWVs and things, Mm -hmm. I took the policy number and the company and the date that I took it out, and I put it in my paperwork. I didn't actually print the actual policy Mm -hmm. out. So if I sent you the policy there, so if you go, say, three quarters way down the page, yeah. it has, please note that the maximum trip duration for the annual policy cover is, after age 66, is 31 days cover. Oh, God. So, yeah, it was a huge shock to me. So the bill came to 13800 for the three days. Mm. And when I got the bill, which I didn't know anything about, when Chill got in touch with me after about four months, three months, um, they said that, yeah, I owed eight and a half thousand, that I got mm. a, a deduction because I had no American insurance for their hospitalization cover. And they deducted 5,300 or something from it. So I got in touch directly with the hospital last mm. Thursday because. I was advised by somebody that if I get in touch, then maybe I could negotiate and maybe get some more off the bill. But I was told, no, uh, the total bill hasn't come in quite yet, but we're kind of working around 8500 And um, they'd already given me a deduction because I mm-hmm. wasn't a policyholder in the States. Now they say but in the small in the small print here they say please note the maximum duration yeah. of an annual amount by cover is thirty one days silver forty five days gold sixty days platinum. Yeah, but, but if it, but, you're but, eight, but if exactly sixty six, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so you can see the dilemma I'm in at the moment, Joe. <laughs> well, first of all, I think it's 
huge age discrimination. Yeah, yeah. Like I am medically you did, okay to go anywhere. You, and you did. You you did tell them the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Oh, everything. Yeah. You know why? Because you come up against something like this, and if you've lied, where are you going to be? Mm. Like seriously. By the know? way, so they it, had it, all my information. Does some does somebody under sixty six? pay the same yeah. platinum as someone over 66? I, that's what I don't know. And I don't know if I had a, if I had a took it out in when I was 65 and I turned 66 while I was away, which is my birthday is in July. That, you know, how would that work out? You've paid for a yearly, you've paid for a yearly subscription yeah. on this insurance. And now they're stipulating because you're over sixty-six. But why? I mean, what do they say? 66, no, this. Uh, sorry, I can read. This. I'm reading the small print. Yeah. Then, as you say, they do say it. Yeah. At Thirty-one days. Blah blah. Um, but do, do they say? Therefore, if you're under, if you're over sixty-six, you won't pay as much as the under sixty-sixes. No. Because no, you've got less. You, you've less cover. I've less. Yeah. 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 No, they don't say anything like that. Like, it's a real case of um, discrimination against ageism. Now, you know, Joe, yourself, a lot of people at 66, 67 are retired. They have more time. How many of our children are in Australia, in Canada, in America, that if we decided to go, that you could go for 12 weeks, that your visa would allow you? So why would we be discriminated against? And like, I don't understand that. 66. I'm just, please God now. 66. I know yeah. people, and you know people, Pauline, who are living. Yeah. My own mother lived to 94. That's right, yeah. You know, and yeah. I know loads of people who are thankfully living beyond that. So it, there could yeah. be, hopefully, there could be another three decades in you, Pauline. There better be. I don't know. They've taken so many pieces at me at this stage. I don't know. Okay. And who were you yeah. visiting in the States? Uh, my husband's over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But the thing is that I can't understand why they can make that distinction unless there's a medical reason why you shouldn't be travelling. Yeah, like, okay. if you have a medical reason why, the, you know, the hospital or the GP says, no, I, you know, I don't advise you to travel. Um, I can understand where they'd be coming from with something like that, but there's no yeah. medical reason why I can't travel. What I suffer with is adhesion problems from all the radiotherapy, chemotherapy and eight surgeries that I've had okay. to keep me alive, basically. And yeah, by the way, so Pauline, Pauline I, the, okay, uh, did you raise the issue with children and children about the 66 over and under? I wonder do yeah. Age Action Ireland have had to say that there is a different condition for the same price? There's reduced benefits, reduced entitlements yeah. for the same price, depending on your age, whether you're 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 sixty six or under. Now, it, it, I don't know. Does your husband come over here, and does does he take out insurance in the states, and does that have the same oh, stipulation? Yeah, I no, he's he's American, so he's, oh, okay. he's okay. He's back working over there now at the moment. Okay, um, okay. And when he, he comes here, he does just his normal travel insurance like okay. you and I would do. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Okay. But I think to have this stipulation, and as you can see, it's not as intense black writing as the rest of the policy is. Yeah, like the policy type, the cover. It's it's more. It's yeah. It's, so what are you? It's not as dense and black writing. I hate asking this, but what what are you going to do? You have a bill for thirteen thousand. Yeah, well, they're, and you, they're taking five off. Of okay, so they're taking that, five off. Of, yeah. So that brings yeah. it to eight. So but you still, have, you still have a bill. Yeah. You work as an SNA, 
which is brilliant. I do, and Ballyfermot. In the Queen of Ages. Great Angel. school. But yeah. a, a great, a brilliant you, school. But amazing. You, but you do a great, great service. All SNAs do, and they're not paid a lot. We do. They are not paid a lot, as yeah. we all know. Um, so yeah. What, yeah. What, how would you, how would you, what, by the way, I don't know. Have they said to you, if you don't pay the 8K, would you ever be able to go no. to see, see your husband again? No. <laughs> well, he'll have to pay it. <laughs> but the reality is, Joe, that when I rang the hospital last Thursday to try and negotiate something with them, because someone informed me that if you get in touch with the with the um, the people who you owe the money mm-hmm. to, obviously, that you could negotiate something. And she said, no, it's already been negotiated okay. that because you didn't have insurance here. But that now it's come to light that the hospital is actually closing in April. Okay. Sacred Heart Hospital is actually closing its doors in April. Okay. But don't, yeah. don't And now don't it's a huge, yeah. huge yeah. hospital. But not because I didn't pay my money. No, that's not closing <laughs> because. <laughs> I can assure I can you. Hear because it would cost me 13,500 for three days. <laughs> I wouldn't like to think if you had to have surgery and we're in for a, a week or something. I can hear. You know? I can see the women coming out of Tesco there and down at Bally Fair and saying, Did you hear Pauline? What? I won't give her Pauline Kelly on the radio. She shut down a hospital in America. Yeah, <laughs> all because I wouldn't pay me bill. <laughs> okay, I'm sure sure you didn't. Okay, you've good. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's see what let's see what happens. Eight thousand euros. But I think it's terrible. I mean, I I don't think people are aware because we do a lot of stuff by email and we yeah, never really well, read the small you print. See, you see, that's that's. And I think that's, we're all guilty of it. And that's where the program began. Like people are. The, yeah. you, you put in one company and there's fifteen different. Names very similar anyway, and then you yes. you press this button and you press that button, and then they say, "Will you read the 50,000 50, words of terms and conditions?" And you realise you'll be there till Christmas. Um, okay, Pauline, will, yeah. will you mind yourself? And, I will. Um, Thanks okay, a and try. And don't go near St James's. I want the hospital kept open. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, I, I usually go to Vincent's or Thomas, so you're okay. You're safe, I'm only messing. Okay. I'm only messing. Great. And well done on your Take work care. and well done to the Body Fair McQueen events. A great school, a great school. And especially all the, all the teachers, obviously, and the staff, but and the caretakers and cleaners, but also the SNAs. Uh, well done. Thanks indeed, uh, Paddy and Kelly. Back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Back tomorrow, 1.45. James Feeney on sound, broadcast coordinator, Shane Galvin, producer, Annette Egan. Ray Darcy is next. 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.